everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Wednesday to you all. I hope that you're having a fantastic day so far. Just a reminder that this week we are talking about five types of negativity and today, Wednesday, we are going to be talking about self-doubt. But before we jump into the episode, again, happy Wednesday. I hope that you're having a fantastic day, whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end. And I hope that everything is going as smoothly as it can with whatever Thanksgiving plans that you have coming up um, and uh, that everything is just in order and Whatever you are doing and whatever you are participating in, I know that I did so much prep yesterday, cleaning up and just kind of getting everything organized so that I have less work to do today. So, um, and hopefully no work to do on Thursday, um, minus cooking. So, you know, but anyway, I do hope that you're having a good day, whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end. If you are struggling with your day, I always encourage everyone to do the five-minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself, be alone, which allows you to reset, reboot, or restart your day right then and there. Um, Even if you're not having a terrible day or a bad day per se, but you're having a frustrating day or you just kind of want to forget the first part of your day, um, the five-minute reset allows you to just draw a line in the sand as well to leave that first part of your day behind and to look forward and be more positive about the rest of the day, which is like a great practice too because you don't have to just let one part of your day ruin your whole day honestly you shouldn't do that because it's really like a waste of a whole day honestly and it's more of a negative outlook on your day than trying to make the most of a day despite what comes at you Um, and also with your five minute reset it allows you to take time to um, take a break from any burdens issues or problems that you're currently dealing with as well as maybe come up with some sort of resolution for any problems that you're dealing with alone or with someone else in addition I always encourage everyone to come up with four things that you are grateful for big small medium-sized things you can literally be grateful for anything. You can be grateful that you had time to clean up your house. You can be grateful that someone came over to help you clean your house for Thanksgiving. You can be grateful that um, your travel plans didn't get canceled due to COVID for Thanksgiving. Um, Or you can be grateful that maybe you decided to just like have a more chill thing, go hang out with friends that you live near and not uh, be super involved in the hustle bustle of having to travel very far for the holiday. There are so many things that we can be grateful for. So it's a never ending list, which means you always are able to come up with a couple things that you are grateful for. And last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of your day, because despite what you're going through without diminishing any hardships that you are currently experiencing, you can still, um, Focus on the positive, which will really help you to navigate and push through the negative stuff that you are going through. Um, It's just a better way to go through life um, because we always, it's so easy to point out the negative when we really should be hyping up the positive more often and using that as a shield to get through the negative. But I do hope that you're having a great, great day on this Wednesday. Again, like I said at the top of the show, this week we are talking about five types of negativity and today, Wednesday, we are talking about self-doubt. So let's go ahead and just jump in. This is where I live and have lived most of my life. 
in self-doubt, cuddled up with it and letting it control almost everything. I know that sounds dramatic, but it's true. (laughs) It's really true. It's still dramatic. It's still dramatic. Um, There is no doubting that. But self-doubt isn't an outwardly negative thing or something you would bring up first when speaking on what represents negativity. And that's the reason why I'm bringing it up today. Because if you were to ask someone to list five types of negativity that they think are the highest ones or just ones they can think about the top of their head, it's not common for self-doubt to be one of those things. And I, 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 it's, it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. And I know that it, I know that it's something that a lot of us struggle with, which is again, another reason why I want to bring it up because you know that on the show, I love to bring up things that we have to deal with on a regular basis in our everyday lives, not just the extremes, um, but also the things, um, the smallest things and the middle things. And I feel like this is kind of a middle thing that kind of gets looked over. So um, let's just acknowledge that self-doubt is the place where dreams go to die, you know, where people become stagnant, where you let fear rule your life. And maybe that resonates with some of you. It definitely resonates with me, right? So I've had many a dream go to die due to self-doubt. I've definitely become stagnant because of self-doubt. And I definitely, and even still, let fear rule my life because it has me wrapped around its little finger. But I am slowly but surely unwrapping that and getting out of that. And I hope that's the same for you too. It's not a quick process, especially if, like I was saying yesterday, when you are super ingrained in habits that you've been doing for a long time or most of your life, it can, it's a process to step away or step out of those things. So don't be discouraged if you feel like it's taking you a long time because that's just normal and that's what the rate should be because, you know, if you try to do it quick, you'll have a higher chance of relapsing into that behavior as opposed to taking the slow route to slowly distance yourself and detach yourself from it, then it's um, streamlined a lot better and the real release is there. You're not just trying to like jump off the boat and then drown (laughs) Um, if you want to think of it that way. So I do want to mention that a certain amount of self-doubt, like most things, is totally fine, like totally, but only to a point. Self-doubt can definitely help you highlight what you should be working on and need to get better at, but still only to a certain point because, like I said, if you are letting it just rule your entire life, then that is definitely overstepping that boundary, but having a little bit of self-doubt here and there really will, um, if you are paying attention to how you're feeling and um, those thoughts and emotions that are going on in your mind and and taking a deep dive into the reason as to why, then yeah, having a little bit of self-doubt in certain things will like pique your interest of like, oh, okay, well, maybe I should spend some more time working on that, which is totally normal. Um, But yeah, but only, only to a certain point. And to me, self-doubt is considered negativity because it's something that is preventing you from doing what you should be doing and suppressing what needs to be highlighted. Um, And when I say should, that could be based on what other people think and, and for sure based on what you think, you know, and suppressing what needs to be highlighted, meaning you know, covering up what you want to shine or what you should be showing to the world, but you are so 
um, wrapped up in self-doubt that those things aren't getting out to the world. Those things aren't seeing even the light of day honestly, right? You just have them all locked up deep in your brain, deep in your heart, in like a little cave with 20 locks underground inside a tunnel in the middle of a desert. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like away, away. So, um, but yeah, it is negativity because it's preventing you from doing something that you should be doing and suppressing what needs to be seen, what needs to be shown and um, really putting a damper on a lot of things that you want to engage in that you know for sure you do deep down in your heart of hearts. So self-doubt can make us question everything, like whether or not we are capable of accomplishing something or able to do anything well enough. And that's how self-doubt comes to be, you know, by being unsure of us, being unsure of everything around us, lacking confidence and living in uncertainty around everything outside of our control and worrying about what may or may not happen. It is so fear-driven and it can be really hard to step away from fear. Fear is one of those things that can be so deeply ingrained in you Um, and it's I feel like it's kind of interesting that you know you want to like break free from fear but you fear what will happen when you do that or taking chances you know and that can be so hard and I like I said you have to take it day by day and step by step just trying to jump off the boat and be released from something is definitely not the decision you should be making. It's not the route that you should be taking because it's not going to be the, you're not going to receive the long lasting effects um, that you would by taking it slow and really working through that journey of overcoming. Um, And even some people would consider it like recovery. So um, yeah, it's important to just realize how that comes to be. And while we are here, let me share with you some organic ways that self-doubt can slowly take over your life. So this would be like how it gets established in your life. So um, the first one I want to highlight is from past mistakes. So if there are mistakes that you have made previously in your life, um, and maybe there are several of them, and they all happened um, over the same amount of time, or maybe not, um, those like relying on what history has happened for you, and applying that to the future that will definitely ingrain in a certain amount of self doubt in you because you're afraid that everything else is going to turn out the way that it has previously. Um, The next one is childhoods that include never being good enough. So if you um, unfortunately grew up in a household where your guardians told you that you were never good enough or that you need to continue to push to be better all the time and never really celebrated the wins that you got and um, where Uh, how well you did uh, despite maybe not being at the top of the class or whatever that can definitely ingrain self-doubt in you because you always are you're you're always thinking you need to do better you have to do better no one is going to accept you unless you do better and so you're consistently um, doubting yourself and your capabilities and how well you're doing and how well other people um, and how other people are seeing you and whether they think you're doing well or not. Um, the next one is constantly comparing ourselves to others. This sucks. Everyone does it. I understand that it's okay to compare a little bit because you can use um, 
that inspiration uh, to better yourself but then there comes a point where you're doing it all the time and you're co- you're knocking yourself down because you aren't ever able to measure up to these other people that you are constantly comparing yourself to which is super unfair um, like I went on and on earlier this week talking about how people are in different seasons of life and even if someone is the same age doing the same job you job as you um, seems to have all the same things as you they are still in a different season of life than you there is no need um, and it's just it's just not a sound judgment for you to compare yourself to someone else because everyone's on a different path, a different road, and you honestly don't even know what's happening underneath the surface for them, despite how open book they may or may not be. So it's important for you to understand that con- um, comparing yourself to others will definitely build up that self-doubt because you're like, why are they doing that? And I'm not able to do that right now. Am I behind? Will I never make it? Blah, blah, blah. And you just continually go downhill and dig yourself a hole and feel like you're never going to come out. And the last one that I want to mention is fear of failures or successes. Um, definitely if you have a fear of failing at things or you have a fear at actually succeeding at things because you don't understand what could happen and what that will bring you or what kind of responsibilities you'll have to take up if you do succeed, um, that can definitely build self-doubt in you because you just don't know what's going to happen. You're like living so deeply within that uncertainty and that's, and those things are definitely driving that. If you continually have that fear of failures and fear of successes, you will constantly um, doubt yourself of being able to not, feeling like you're not going to be able to not fail or, or be able to manage actually succeeding. So, um, but today... I want to share with you five steps for overcoming self-doubt. Again, never a conclusive list, just a list of ideas, suggestions that I think would be super helpful for working on this issue if you are struggling it. And these are definitely suggestions that I um, will and have used to work through my own issues with self-doubt. So step number one is to stop asking for validation. You know, we sit here and think that we need to continually ask someone, do you think this is a good idea? Do you think I should do this? What do you think about these two choices? I don't know what to do. And, you know, there is, again, with most things, a certain level of being able to ask for help, ask for guidance, you know, get an opinion from someone else. But if that is your constant MO that you are doing, that is not going to work. You know, you're if you are constantly out there asking for validation, maybe you're out there like literally doing your best, but then afterwards you're like, do you think that was good enough? Do you think I should have tried harder? Do you think I should have done this, that, and the other? And that is your constant um, attitude. You're constantly asking for that type of feedback. You need to cut that off, man. You need to stop asking for validation and just walk in the confidence and know, which I know is easier said than done. I understand that. But just Try to walk in the confidence of knowing that you are doing your best. If you can truly tell yourself, I am doing my best, then just roll with that and don't ask for validation besides the fact that literally you're just out there asking for people's opinions um, and everyone has an opinion and what happens if you get like so many differing opinions, that's how is that going to help you 
really make a decision or feel good about what you're doing. No, you and the only only opinion that honestly matters is yours because it's your life. It's only really going to affect you. You know, it might affect other people in your family as like a byproduct. But honestly, the decisions that you make and the actions that you take are truly only going to affect you. And you need to embrace that fact and then and then roll with it. And then hopefully it'll help you to um, slowly but surely back down from continually asking for validation um, that you are doing what is right because other people may not even know and they might just be making it up as they go and you know if you actually knew that truth would you feel as confident in their validation as you currently do I don't think so (laughs) so try to to start stepping out in your own confidence and know that what you're doing is your best is what you think is right at the time and then if it turns out to not be because you weren't able to get any sort of minimal advice from someone else if it actually was a crucial decision that needs to be made that's fine you can always try again you could always make making mistakes is like the greatest way to learn how to do something to your best ability and you just dust yourself off and get back up step number two is to focus on your strengths not your weaknesses I don't think it's a bad idea to focus on your weaknesses um, here and here now and again wow that is that even a phrase here now and again now and then um, because it will help you if you put some time and attention into those things then you can get better at them and then feel stronger in those things and maybe those things don't necessarily shift directly over into strengths but there are some stuff that you're trying to work on and be better at um, so that you can um, work in those areas a little bit too however um, if you wanting to if you are wanting to overcome your self-doubt I think it'd be super helpful for you to focus more on your strengths because that will make you feel more positive, more driven. Um, You will feel a lot more confident to actually go after stuff, to try new things, to be involved and not shy away so much because you are dwelling so hard on what you're really bad at as opposed to highlighting what you're great at and how those things can apply to whatever it is that you are trying to go after. Hope that makes sense. Step number three is to examine your social circle, exit negative circles, enter positive circles. This is actually um, very comparable to something that I saw Gary Vee post on Instagram this week where he was talking about how it is super important for you to take a look at the people that you spend uh, most of your time with and if you are not surrounded with um, a good amount of optimism and positivity, then you might want to rethink spending time with those people and find a new group of people that will inspire more optimism and positivity. And I'm not saying that they have to be like that all the time because that is super unrealistic. However, it's important to have those things in the group and that you guys are sharing that together um, with whomever is in your social group, whether it's three people or 30 people, doesn't matter. But if you are constantly surrounded by people that are full of negativity, always talking about what bad things happen, what they could do better, how they'll never amount to anything, then that is how you're going to fear. That, sorry, that's, that's how you're going to feel because birds of a feather flock together, you know, and a lot of times groups of people that spend a ton of time together tend to all kind of think the same in general um so it definitely would help if you were within a group that spent 
um, more time hyping each other up, talking about um, the positive aspects of life, how you can um, make the best of a situation and be more optimistic as opposed to always being surrounded by negativity, which will just continually drag you down and cause you to continue to dwell in self-doubt. Step number four is to know who you are and what you stand for and believe those things. So it comes down to, you know, knowing your values and believing in those things. And I feel like this also relates to stop asking for validation. Just be confident in what you want to do and who you are. And again, step number four, talking about who you are and what you stand for. If you understand who you are, what you're all about, and the values and core beliefs that you stand for, then just fully um, believe in those things live your life within those things and it'll make it a lot easier for you to step away from self-doubt because you are so confident in the things you believe and how you want to live your life, then you need to actually live those things. But if you are on shaky ground and you don't know what you believe, you don't know who you are, you don't know what you're about, you don't know what you're going after, then of course you're going to have self-doubt because you haven't really pinned down any specifics of where what your life is going to be like, what journey that you want to be on, you're not sure of anything. You got to be sure of your core values and your beliefs at the minimum and then figure out what journey, what a trail of whatever journey that you need to jump on and start going down, right? So it's very important that it will really help to curb your self-doubt if you um, actually understand who you are and what you stand for, what your core beliefs are, what your values are, and then start living your life through those things. Step number five and the last step that I want to share with you guys today for overcoming self-doubt is to stop making excuses. And I laugh because it's such an honest thing, um, but it's also funny because it's so tough, right? But stop making excuses. Don't let fear hold you back from trying. So a lot of times, um, self-doubt, with self-doubt, we will make excuses for why we can't try something. We'll say that it's too hard. We don't think that we're qualified to go after that thing. We are not educated enough. Um, we are fear. Uh, we are fearing failure. We are fearing success. We are fearing judgment. So all of these things, we come up with all these reasons why we are not going to take the next step when honestly, we need to stop doing that because again, that is where dreams go to die. That is where your life becomes stagnant. If you don't step out and take the risk of failing or making a mistake or kind of, you know, missing a step, um, and that's totally fine. There is no problem with making mistakes. There's no problem with having to <laughs> go back to start, you know, kind of like when you're, if you ever played the game, the board game, sorry, growing up, where you had to like go back, like it sent you all the way back to the beginning, which always really sucked. But sometimes you could still get ahead and win the game even if that happened. And that can happen in real life where you might have to start over again, but you could still lap other people um, or you could still just ultimately hit your goals whether or not you are ahead of someone or not. That's not the real thing, but I'm just saying that could be a reality. Um, But yeah, it's important to realize you need to stop making excuses, stop being, stop living in that deep fear, stop like just assuming that you aren't qualified, that you can't do a good job of that despite any lack of experience or not, Um, despite past failures and mistakes. You can't continually make excuses because 
yeah, sure, it'll prevent you from having to put your toe out there and try again, but it'll also prevent you from actually really doing anything in your life. And how sad is that? And how much more miserable will you be as opposed to actually just getting out there, trying things, seeing if it works, figuring it out and moving forward with your life and still working on becoming the best you you can be. So, well, that's all I have for today, guys, to talk about self-doubt. Again, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Wednesday, you guys. Um, Check the description box for notes for the show, where you can find me on Instagram, and my email address for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello. I would love that. Thank you so much for downloading, for listening, for sharing with your friends. I love it. Thank you so much. It's such a blessing to me. But um, in tomorrow, I will be talking about worrying. Um, So, If you are in the U.S. or wherever you are and you are celebrating Thanksgiving, um, don't feel any obligation to listen if you don't want. However, if you need something to listen to at some point in the day, there will be a new episode launching at the same time tomorrow, talking about worrying, and then on Friday, talking about complaining. But until then, have a good one, and I will see you next time. Bye, guys.